of all places. And uh, first of all, Richard, explain to me and Don uh, about your book and, uh, and and why you're with us this evening. Okay, thanks for having me. Well, um, uh, as I said, my name is Richard Talent, and I'm the author of Sunglasses and Spies, Stopping Sex Trafficking with My Ties, Turquoise Waters, and Ugly Cars. Uh, it's a uh, comedy uh, about a serious subject. And uh, I wrote it uh, uh, to get the subject out, uh, but it, um, I'm a uh, comedy writer and a person that loves uh, American TV dramas and uh, police dramas. So um, I decided uh, to uh, put this novel out, and it's been uh, it's on Amazon right now. It's been on Amazon for a few months, and uh, it's an ebook. And uh, one of the good things about it, it's only about uh, 40 pages um, in an ebook, so uh, uh, anybody can read it in probably two two sittings. You know, as you're uh, sitting uh, at lunch or uh, relaxing for about um, for uh, about 30 minutes each, you could read the whole book. It's not a huge novel because. Um, People don't read these days, uh, uh, James. You probably know that. Uh, and if they say they do, they're, uh, they just kind of skim through. So my idea was to uh, create a, a funny, a great story um, and uh, keep it short. Like I said, it's, uh, it's an e-book and uh, it's about an hour. And it's a fun, it's a fun book uh, about a serious topic. Hmm. Well, I have a couple of questions. I guess the first one, uh, will you repeat the name of the book for our audience? Yeah. Yeah, it's called Sunglasses and Spies. And it's uh, about stopping sex trafficking with Mai Tais, turquoise waters, and ugly cars. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, what no? How would you come, you come imagine? As you can imagine from the laughter I get, uh, uh, which is similar there, and the uh, book cover, uh, it's um, uh, it's a comedy similar to uh, if somebody were writing a Magnum PI book or a Hawaii Five O book, or even you could combine uh, some Lethal Weapon, as um, uh, people remember the Mel Gibson Lethal Weapon. Uh, uh, series, but this is in a book format. Hmm. Well, that, that sounds interesting. But I guess my next question is, how can you, how can you make a, a fun out of such a serious subject as uh, sex tra trafficking? Well, it's. Uh, I like to point out that it's uh, a quick read and it, it's uh, got some uh, crazy humor uh, as. Uh, most um, people know they've watched um, any crime dramas like, uh, again, I refer to Magnum P.I. Um, and Hawaii Five-0. The, they're serious shows, but the camaraderie between the, the detectives is often uh, funny, and it's often, uh, of course, serious, um, um, but it's uh, often funny because of the charisma and the... Uh, wordplay between the two characters. 
uh, just like you would see on uh, on some uh, uh, TV dramas uh, with um, interesting characters portrayed by Tom Selleck or Alex uh, Laughlin, um, um, you know, and the Hawaii Five-O characters. Hmm. Hmm. But but you, uh, you you know as as uh, I for one am going to go out and get the book. Uh, uh, simply because uh, of the way you, you presented it, which I, I think is a great way. But um, uh, I, I guess my, my next question is, uh, where do you see, uh, can you give us an example of how you see the humor in this situation? Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, the humor is uh, mainly between the two characters, and they're uh, crime fighting because uh, the main character Stack Hill. Uh, if you uh, if you notice the if you go to Amazon.com and uh, type in sunglasses and spies, uh, the book will come up. Uh, also, it'll come up uh, under by typing my name, Richard Talent. Uh, that's Talent with two L's. I always say twice L's, twice the talent. So uh, you you can see the book from there, and you'll notice. Uh, that Stack Hill, the main character, uh, has uh, uh, an odd uh, uh, one eyeball that's pointed towards his nose, uh, and that was from a knife accident. So he's kind of odd uh, to look at. His uh, sidekick, Bongo Rosado, is um, four feet eight inches tall, uh, but he's a giant of a man um, uh, compared to his stature. And the camaraderie in chasing criminals and um, um, and um, getting uh, people to obey the law. Sometimes they break the law in order to um, get people to obey the law. And they're mm-hmm. fun-loving guys who uh, like to have a Mai Tai or a martini or a beer or three or seven or ten. And um, they like to uh, live well. Uh, but what really gets uh, under their nerves as crime fighters is they don't like sex trafficking, and uh, um, this book is based on actual events in uh, the paradise of Hawaii, which uh, many people have been to and see the beauty of Hawaii, but uh, they don't realize that, unfortunately, sex trafficking goes on, you know, uh, on the beautiful islands and all over the United States. So uh, they're tackling crime, uh, tackling criminals. At the same time, uh, their clunker cars that don't always work uh, are um, the way they get around town. Um, They uh, like to have a good time by having a few drinks, having a steak dinner, and uh, exploring uh, the nightlife. But when it gets down to business, they're crime fighters. And so they're, uh, uh, the, uh, repartee, the, uh, the, um, joviality between the two keeps them going, keeps them motivated. And, um, uh, so I encourage, uh, people to, uh, go to Amazon.com, uh, type that in and read, read about, uh, you know, read a little bit about that. You can actually read, um, uh, the way Amazon is, you can actually read the first uh, paragraph or two whenever you click on the pages. 
So, um, it's a, you know, it's a good uh, for Amazon. Well, uh, having been a police reporter, um, uh, policemen have to sometimes use uh, humor in order to deal with, with what some of the things they see uh, over time. Uh, and if you can c kind of uh, catch that, it would be uh, really interesting. But how did you... Um, how do you how do you go about developing the um, uh, the conversation, the interplay between? Because that's the toughest part of being a uh, writer. Right. Uh, I would say the way I've developed that is um, uh, first of all, I'm a uh, uh, I love uh, TV dramas and police dramas, as I mentioned earlier, and watched them since the '80s. And um, and I watch the current ones today. So I, I look look at the characters, and uh, typically, if it's set in Hawaii, they need a kind of a hunky, uh, handsome um, a lead character or two. Uh, in in this case, and you need somebody with uh, who's a go-getter, whose a personality um, really shines through. And Stack Hill is the one that does that. Uh, Stack hits hard with smiles, charm, and schmoozing. He's got a glass eye tilted toward his nose, towards his nose from a knife fight. He listens to 80s music, uh, yet he's a young guy. He wears suits and colorful Hawaiian shirts, drives a clunker, and spends way too much money on his credit cards. Uh, one credit card is for dining and drinks. Another one is just for parking fines. Um, hmm. And he likes living in the islands. He's a colorful character. In fact, he left the mainland partly because Hawaii has no casinos or race, racetracks, two places he's fallen victim to in his 34 years. And he is looking for redemption. Uh, he's somewhat of a uh, Christian uh, man. Uh, however, he doesn't not necessarily a straight-laced, uh, church-going uh, fellow. Uh uh, but he does like the risks uh, of uh, redeeming people, uh, and his life has proved that before. Uh, he used to place uh, $10 bets on the number three, four, number three horse in the seventh race, uh, but he found out that was a sucker's game when he couldn't remember uh, if perhaps it was $7 on the number 10 horse in the third race. He forgets the details sometimes. Um, and he just hopes to keep his wasteful pleasures uh, and spending uh, patterns a secret. Uh, kind of like uh, Richard Nixon's secret bombing of Cambodia in the 1970s was a secret to the Cambodians, right? <laughs> That's very true. Uh, how yeah, do you see things? Of, uh, uh, he's a lawman, but he's got flaws, and he's a good man uh, in spite of those flaws and the uh, uh, character, uh, poor character traits. Uh, I, I would think that, uh, you know, we all have flaws. Well, right. well, uh, well, have you thought, and uh, this is just a general question, have you mm -hmm. thought of having a hero that doesn't have flaws? Aren't, aren't you and I uh, tired 
I'm seeing all of these characters um, with flaws. I'd like to have a good old uh, all-American hero that has no flaws. What do you say to that? Well, I would say it's possible. It's always possible uh, to write something like that. Um, So, uh, yeah, it's there. I would think uh, maybe that character might be more in a... um, you know, maybe in a a younger uh, a book just for younger kids, um, but for, um, but as like I said, uh, we all know here we're all a mixture of good and bad, and uh, uh, and uh, so I like to show things the reality. And again, the book is based on uh, some uh, actual events that are in the headlines these days. Uh, there's plenty of uh, movies. Uh, on Netflix and Amazon uh, about the issue of sex trafficking, um, and uh, I brought it to light after reading articles about it in uh, uh, Hawaii, which uh, most people think, oh, it's a paradise, you go there for a week and you enjoy yourself, but you realize that uh, some really sick, you know, disgusting things are happening there. Um, So I like to... uh, you know, portray uh, uh, real people. I think most readers like that. And uh, as I'm uh, working to get it <clears throat> turned into um, uh, a video, um, working with some production to get it turned into a, a straight to uh, streaming or a DVD um, video, you know, there, there's always tweaks to the character that you can put in there. Hmm. Yeah, um, are you planning another book? Uh, yes. I am uh, currently uh, got um, as a writer. I'm, uh, you're always uh, planning other things that uh, people enjoy. So yeah, there's an, going to be an update. Uh, as if you uh, get, uh, if your readers get the book, they will see that there's a twist at the end um, of the book that leads people to think, okay, something's coming in the future, and I'm currently working on that. Uh, And uh, I'm also working on a book about uh, uh, two former presidents, uh, LBJ, Lyndon Johnson, who uh, uh, woke up from uh, being asleep for over 40 years and gets into his, um, his old car, and starts driving around central Texas uh, and uh, encountering some pretty uh, interesting things after waking up. The second book I'm working on is about uh, the day after Richard Nixon resigned and uh, uh, moved to his home in California and realized that he only had $500 um, in his bank account, and uh, 24 hours before was the most powerful man in the free world, and now he's uh, sitting in his office alone with nothing to do. So um, I think uh, readers that like uh, you know, twists and uh, uh, interesting characters um, and like a little bit of history, like LBJ and Richard Nixon will enjoy those upcoming books. 
and uh, uh, we'll also appreciate uh, the Sunglasses and Spies um, uh, novels. And again, one of the benefits of them is you can read them in about an hour. So they don't take up all your time, and, uh, and they're very enjoyable. Mm. But uh, do you hope to do in a longer book to further explore the characters? Uh, yes, uh, as uh, as I uh, develop the characters more, and uh, I am a marketer uh, because these days writing uh, writers being on Amazon have to uh, learn some marketing as well as you know presenting the books in in person or talking with uh, you know, people on uh, talk shows like I am. So marketers do need to uh, you know, find out things that are out there that people enjoy. Uh, but my first goal is uh, putting out things that I enjoy and I know that other people do and uh, realizing short attention spans are uh, definitely a part of our modern society. And uh, I don't try to make money off of them. I, I do have an income um, from uh, my job. So I'm uh, not trying to struggle to pay my rent uh this. And so uh, otherwise, uh, it's just writing is just not something you go into uh, to make any money. It's a hobby. So uh, I'm, I'm glad to do that. I'm glad to do that. Well, why did you settle in Hong Kong? Well, I've been here uh, uh, about six years, and I've been teaching English. Um, there's a program where the uh, Hong Kong uh, government schools um, hire uh, people from the U.S. and Canada, Australia, and other English-speaking countries to supplement the English programs. So I teach English here, um, and uh, I know it's nighttime where you guys are, uh, but it's... Uh, you know, uh, mid-morning uh, for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've been doing that, and I really enjoy that. Uh have my family here and allows me to, um, when we do take breaks, to uh, you know, devote time to writing and developing uh, interesting stories, too. Where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, Cowtown, uh, which is Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, near there, uh, um, and uh, I have a lot of experiences from uh, small town life, life uh, living outside uh, Fort Worth, Texas. There, uh, and I've uh, since then I've traveled. I've worked in several different occupations in computers and education, and um, um, so uh, I've got a lot of. Uh, Different things that I uh, I've written about. In fact, I have an un unfinished book um, as a writer uh, and somebody who's uh, um, uh, got uh, adult attention deficit disorder. I'm also writing a novel on uh, uh, the rodeo um, crime fighter who's uh, busting criminals and busting Bronx. Uh, in the rodeo circuit in a small town, Texas. And um, um, 
that's actually the, th uh, the fourth project I'm working on. So um, there'll be other ones uh, coming out on Amazon uh, as I finish them, but they they take the creative time takes takes its own pace. And again, it's uh, it's a hobby, so I'm not trying to put things out to um, make a living yet. Um, but I think the stories are things that a lot of people can relate to uh, and uh, or have an interest in because uh, Americans uh, uh, do like um, crime stories and humor stories and cowboy stories too. Um, and so um, uh, I think that will be a good one in addition. Um, but my first one, my uh, the one that I really... And focusing on now is the sunglasses and spies, and the uh, additions of that, and the two characters, um, Stack Hill and Bongo Rosado, who um, are tracing all over the island of Oahu uh, um, with the camaraderie and uh, a mai tai in their hand, um, now stopping the uh, uh, disgusting. Um, uh, travails of uh, sex trafficking in paradise. Hmm. So, so um, when you when when you decided to write this book, uh, did you use an outline? How exactly did you put the book together? Yeah, I used an outline, uh, and in an English class, uh, basic um, short story is. Uh, Five elements. There's the plot, which is a series of events. There's the characters, uh, the main people involved. There's the setting, uh, which is the physical surroundings. There's a theme, which is the main idea. And then there's the twist, uh, which uh, can come. Uh, it's an unusual or an unexpected ending. Um, but the twists can come uh, during uh, at other times in the story, and um, so uh, you use those basic uh, five points, and then um, uh, you, know, you, you can put it into uh, bullet points, and then also um, I wrote it down as a TV script too, um, and you get different. Uh, you get a different viewpoint of it there. Although the TV script is is not not published, you can change things around uh, to get the to get the ideas of it. Uh, and I have been to uh, Hawaii uh, several times in my life, uh, so uh, I know the the terrain of some of the islands there. Uh, I've seen some of the history that's in uh, the geographic surroundings of Honolulu in the book um, that are mentioned in the book and uh, and another interesting piece is um, uh, you guys uh, maybe it sound like you're in my age range you remember uh, Ferdinand Marcos who was the uh, dictator of the Philippines in the 80s uh, uh, he fled uh, when they kicked him out of the Philippines, he got on a plane and nonstop landed in Honolulu uh, about uh, 10 hours later. 
and was whisked off to um, um, a really posh uh, neighborhood and uh, exclusive home in Honolulu, um, where he lived um, for several years until he passed away. And um, uh, so I was always interested in uh, uh, his, uh, you know, the history that I heard about and read about in my life. And um, uh, Hawaii has a large population of uh, Filipinos in addition to uh, uh, Japanese, Americans, Chinese, uh, a lot of Asian mixtures there. And so uh, I did some uh, looking around on the Internet, and uh, uh, we drove by uh, the house that he lived in um, in the neighborhood uh, about a year ago when we were visiting there, and it's in... Very, very nice upscale neighborhood, but it's nondescript because it's kind of far in the people's past and it's not advertised as a, you know, public, um, sightseeing. Um, so that was kind of interesting to drive through the neighborhoods, uh, plus with Hawaii, uh, watching, uh, the shows over the years, uh, to travel there and sense the, the difference, um, uh, between Hawaii and, and the mainland. Uh, U.S. Um, uh, it's it's fun to go there and actually experience that, and it helps you to write about that with with some detail. And uh, so, um, yeah, I kind of use that as my uh, part of the uh, five elements of the short story that I I, I mentioned uh, earlier. <clears throat> you, you know, you sound as if you have absolutely a great life. You, you can you can teach, you can write. You've got a family, and you're doing it far from home. What a great combination! <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I've been uh, a lot. Uh, it's taken a lot of effort to get uh, uh, where I am. As um, you know, anybody knows, you you have to work at things, and sometimes they don't happen until later in life. But uh, it is about perseverance, and. Um, and again, uh, writing uh, TV crime dramas and uh, uh, about TV crime dramas or different uh, current events, um, it shows perseverance. And that's what uh, Stack Hill and Bongo Rosado do um, with camaraderie and humor and uh, a little bit of bungling um, that... Uh, is in the uh, book is pers- they persevere uh, in doing good and uh, being the good guys and uh, solving uh, solving the issue of sex trafficking in paradise. Hmm. Jiggy, I'm, I have a lot more questions, but how are we on time? Uh, well, we are we are actually. Uh, Actually, if you've got a couple more questions, go ahead and ask. I've only got one more. Well, well uh, no, I don't want to keep our guests. I just guess. No, uh, okay. guess the. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you have a little bit of little bit of time to hang out with us, Richard? Because we've got some questions for you. Sure. Yeah. If you've got any, uh, some more questions, uh, fire away. Okay. Well, well, well I. No, I just have two more uh, quick questions. I guess the. the, the the next one is, um, how do you, where do you get your inspiration for your female characters? 
the inspiration for the female characters was uh, reading uh, and just hearing about stories um, about the issue of sex trafficking um, in Hawaii that, uh, you know, seeing things on CNN or Fox News that you um, see the tragedy of uh, um, poor, typically, well, it's pretty much... Uh, that's the uh, way they're lured in. Um, uh, people are poor. Uh, women are poor in uh, Asia, and they're enticed uh, by somebody that says, "Oh, you can come work in a hotel, or you can um, work in a restaurant." And uh, they have to pay money to get their proper visas, and then the next thing they're uh, they know. Uh, they're on a plane or a ship to a foreign country, and I pointed out, you know, that foreign country is America. Unfortunately, America um, has the problem of trafficking just like other countries. And uh, once they arrive, their passports are taken away, and uh, then they're um, pushed into um, the business of... Um, Know, keeping customers happy uh, and uh, turning the slaves. And there's, there's plenty of stories on the uh, Internet, uh, whether it's the Honolulu Star Tribune or CNN or um, NBC websites uh, about actual uh, events like that. And, uh, and uh, the inspiration uh, is to see how they can um, be recovered from this. So, uh, um, you know, the police and uh, law enforcement and detectives are all uh, willing and capable of doing whatever it takes to uh, solve this problem. And again, that's from the uh, uh, love of uh, TV crime dramas. Um, yeah, the good guys win in the end. Unfortunately, in real life, uh, it, it doesn't work that way. But being a book and a format, um, I may I like to make it that way, similar to a TV dramas. Hmm. Well, then I guess my my next question. Uh, do you ride along with the police in Hong Kong or other places to get a better feel for how things are done? Uh, I've I've never done that. Uh, I would like to. Um, probably would be uh, pretty hard here, uh, just because of the language barrier. Even though the police here speak some English, uh, you know, just the time uh, or just the uh, it'd be very hard there. Uh, uh, I did uh, years ago uh, do some drive-alongs with a friend that was a police officer, but it wasn't related to this. Um, but those are, you know, those are good options. Yeah. In fact, uh, uh, in my uh, in my next um, uh, edition of Sunglasses and Spies, uh, Stack, uh, who's willing to do anything to see justice and see girls uh, pulled out of this. Um, signs up to be uh, to deliver the newspaper um, 
so he can uh, see what's going on at night. And so he um, uh, signs up to do something, uh, you know, delivering the newspaper is uh, basically 1 a.m. to 5 a.m., seven days a week. So people can Mm. have their newspaper uh, delivered. And in in the uh, uh, next edition, he signs up to do that because at that time of day, he knows there's always something weird or offbeat happening, and he needs to be out there. And uh, then he's got a list of addresses that uh, he can uh, snoop around in. And uh, Stack is similar to uh, uh, the Tom Selleck character in Magnum P.I. Uh, if you guys you know, still watch those, I know I do. Uh, when uh, as uh, Magnum P.I., if he's uh, looking around at a house, he just... Uh, he walks in. He picks the lock, or he goes through the window, and snoops around the house, and then he makes up a story on why he's there. Even though that's, uh, you know, breaking and entering. He, um, and Hawaii Five O, um, uh, Dan and Steve do the same thing. Um, they keep each other, uh, keep uh, people at bay while they uh, climb in the windows. So Stack is not above uh, breaking the law in order to enforce the law because there's a higher purpose um, to him as a crime fighter. And uh, so, yeah, there's some uh, similarities there. Mm-hmm. Well, one last, I guess one last question. Uh, who, who's your editor? Uh, well, I've uh, self-published uh, uh, this. If you, um, you know, if you've you know, seen that before, so um, I did my own editing and uh, uh, writing and, uh, you know, publishing on Amazon, so. Hmm. Well, uh, I, I'm, I, for one, am going to go, go uh, out and get your book, and I turn it back Great. to Jiggy. Now, uh, before we before we let you go, my friend, uh, where do we find your books? How do we contact you? Uh, websites, everything. How do people get in touch with you? Okay, well, the easiest way is just to uh, go to Amazon.com and type in sunglasses and spies, um, and the book will come up. And uh, they can also type in my name, Richard Talent, T-A-L-L-E-N-T. Uh, so as I say, uh, twice the L's, twice the talent. So uh, if you type uh, my name in, um, then the book will come up. Uh, and you can reach me right there through Amazon. That's a, uh, keep, to keep things simple, uh, that, that would be the way to do it. Fantastic. Well, uh I appreciate Great. you making time for us today. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us, and uh, really appreciate Thanks. it. Uh, but before we let you go, Don, how do we uh, get a hold of you and get all your stuff? Uh, well, you know the National Robotics Education Foundation, the-nref.org, donmazella.com, and, of course, 2SBDigest.com. That's the best places. Fantastic. Well, Don, I appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. And, uh, Richard, thanks for uh, 
thanks for making time to be on the show today. I, I know it took a while for us to get all these moving parts together, but it's been a uh, honor and a privilege. Thanks for being with us today, my friend. Thanks, thanks for talking uh, with me, uh, and uh, in, uh, very, very much enjoyed it. Thanks. Definitely. Well, Don, I will talk to you next week, and uh, Richard, we will uh, talk to you down the road. Thank you, my friend. Okay. You got it. Bye bye. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. They can consolidate your debts, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. Call Consolidated Credit now. 800-404-0907. 800-404-0907. That's 800-404-0907. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19. Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission, DC32. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-809-5785. A Place for Mom offers free one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-809-5785. That's 1-800-809-5785. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS and you cannot afford to make payments to the IRS, you may qualify for the CNC tax program. This is a new program, and if you qualify, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Once you're accepted into this program, the IRS is forced to stop all harassing collection activities. No threatening phone calls, no wage garnishments, no bank levies, and no more monthly payments to the IRS. Get ready to write this number down. It's the most important number you'll ever need to end your IRS tax nightmare. Call Paramount Tax Relief at 800-549-6183 for a free confidential consultation to find out if you qualify for the CNC tax program. Once you are accepted into the CNC tax program, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Call Paramount Tax Relief now at 800-549-6183. That's 800-549-6183. Again, 800-549-6183. Hello, everybody. I'm Kip Marlowe, author of The Entrepreneur's Success and Sacrifice. If you're interested in starting a business, growing your current one, or just need some inspiration, this is the book for you. Learn the secrets of success from entrepreneurs like Arlene Neen, who just started her seventh company at the age of 96. Order it at ecrsuccess.com or at Amazon and learn 22 stories of ordinary people who became wildly successful. It could change your life.
Okay, we are going to do this. It is the world famous Chiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. We are coast to coast. We are bolded and bolded and tuned in in the iTunes. Talkshoe.com. That's how you avoid saying radio loyalty. You just stop and you put something else in. And then I realize I've dialed the wrong phone number. Or I've dialed too many numbers. That's what I realize. It's kind of what I realized. Hi, this is Ethan. Hey, Ethan. How are you? It's James Lowe calling you for your radio interview. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good, actually. We uh, called you on Skype, and I'm going to pull in Don Mazella, our co-host here real quick, and we will get things... Off and running here with everything. Cool. Me, so, uh, can you just tell me, what's, what's the time frame on the... On the uh, I would say 15, 20 minutes. Something like that. Okay. I just... I, I stop at 5.30, but it doesn't sound like that's even close to being an issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not a problem. We'll, uh, we're, we'll, 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 do, we'll do a quick one. We'll get you in. We'll get you out, my friend. Yeah, no, I mean, you don't have to rush. I just want to give you that. I just want to give you that ahead of time. Not a problem. No Not a problem, my friend. <laughs> hey, I, I, I appreciate that, by the way. Because <laughs> I've, I've, um, I've, I've, I've had guests that we've booked on, and we thought we had a certain time, and then they sure. just left in the middle of it. So at least we're we're good today. On I will that. not do. I will not do that. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, we have got a, a great guest with us today. Ethan Gar joins us. Robo Killers BP of product and uh we've also got our good friend don mazella joining us today here on talk america live and uh we're going to do a short one today we're probably going to do about 20 30 minutes because i have uh some computer issues i have to deal with today so i have to go by the uh the computer shop however we have got a, a great guest with us today now um ethan you're the uh vp of product over at robo killer um tell us about this because a lot of people get these scam calls and all sorts of different things. Um, Don sits on the board for the uh, Robotics uh, Education Foundation. We're, we're very interested in all things technology. So tell us a little about yourself, my friend, and your products here. Sure. So, uh, well, uh, RoboKiller is a product of Teltech. And we, uh, we've been in this business for about 14, 15 years, uh, and we did try to make apps and services that protect people with common problems on their mobile phones. So whether it's you know, how to record a call on your iPhone, how to unmask block calls uh, that are harassing you, these are the kinds of things, the meaty problems that we love to deal with, um, and we look for unique ways to use the telephone network to solve those problems. And... Um, in 2015, we won the FTC's RoboCalls Humanity Strikes Back competition, which really got us in this fight. We were, took all of our kind of best practices and learnings from the technologies that in our other products and applied them to solving this really tough problem, growing problem, of telemarketing calls that are now inundating our phones uh, to the tune of 5.42 billion RoboCalls and telemarketing calls last month, uh, which is a record, unfortunately. Um, so we built RoboKiller. Um, and in its current iteration, what's really cool about RoboKiller is it stops all these calls from ever ringing on your phone. Once you install RoboKiller, for, you, know, you get it in the, uh, the App Store or in the Google Play Store. Once you install it, instantly you're going to be protected from over mil- 1.2 million invading phone numbers 
Um, and we use some really cool technologies like machine learning and audio fingerprinting and user feedback to power a really powerful algorithm. So we're only blocking the calls you don't want and allowing the calls you do want to come through. But then comes the fun part because after we block these calls or as we block these calls, we also answer them on the back end. Doesn't inter interfere with your with your phone. You can still make a phone call, but the telemarketers calls get routed to us, and then our answer bots go to work. Answer bots are robots of our own that know they're smart. They know how to press one or press three to get to the human being behind the call, and that's where the fun begins. Because then our job is to waste their time. So while they're trying to put their money in your pocket and steal your money or your identity, we put our your, we put your hand in their pocket to steal their time. Which and as we all know, time is money. Um, so we're really in an effort to put them out of business. We're at war with these guys, and we want to stop this invasion on your privacy, the constant harassment, and give you your phone back. And that's where we are today, and it's been hugely fun and rewarding um, and exciting um, because we really do feel like we're, we're taking, taking the fight back to these guys and helping you get some revenge and really solving a, a, a difficult problem. Bravo. That's all I. That's all I, Ethan. Uh, well, I got a couple of questions. Um, sure. uh, the first one is, where do you get it? Uh, but we'll go into that. Um, <clears throat> uh, no, seriously, uh, uh, I, I keep track. Yesterday, I had thirty-one robocalls on my phone. Wow, that's thirty-one. That's terrific. I mean. The average is about 21, 22 in a month, which is bad enough. But if you got 31 in a single day, you are uh, you really won the unlucky lottery. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is, and it's gotten to the point where I do, unless I recognize the number, I do not answer the phone. So, uh, but is your uh, uh, is this for your uh, uh, your cell phone, or is it also for your uh, home phone? This is for mobile phones. Uh, okay. It protects you on. On, on your iPhone or your Android phone, but it actually does help people on their landlines in, a, in an interesting way. So if we just blocked the calls and just hung up on these guys, it wouldn't help anybody except our users. But because our answer bots are answering those calls and wasting scammers' time, we, spent, we wasted 104,000 hours of scammers' time last month. Now, if you think about that, that's 104,000 hours that the human beings, the people who really could hurt you, couldn't talk to anybody they were busy talking to robots mm -hmm. so if you even though even though you may not have robokiller on your landline when that robocall called you yesterday there's a good chance that even if you had pressed one right that there was no operator available to talk to because robokiller's answer bot was wasting that scammer's time so i'm not i'm not saying you know it's it's not that's not a complete solution yet to the landline problem and we're always thinking about different ways we can apply our technologies, and hopefully in the future we can expand what we do to landline. But we are helping. We're help. We what we're proud of with RoboKiller is that we're helping not just our customers but everybody. I mean, if you think about it, right now, somebody's some RoboKiller user is not getting bothered by a call because their phone didn't ring. A spammer called them, and their phone didn't ring. But right now, at the same time, their answer bot is wasting a, spam a spammer's time, and that spammer can't reach into somebody's pocket. They can't find someone's elderly grandmother and steal her, her identity or steal her wealth. They can't do anything because they're stuck talking to a robot. And that robot, by the way, is hilarious. We, we have, you can create your own, but you can use one of ours 
too. We have Trump impersonators, Hillary impersonators. We have just random funny ones. We have some that a company called Trilogy Media made for us. Lots of fun, fun ones to keep people entertained. And, you know, we, we're proud of that. We think it's great that we can have a product that solves the problem and, and gives you some entertainment in the, in the process. Well, let me ask you this question. Um, sometimes I, I forward my home phone to my uh, uh, mo- mobile device, and if that and that's where I get a lot of the calls. Will, will it work? Because uh, I'm, I'm on my uh, um, uh, cell phone, and uh, if I had yeah. your service, would it work then? Yeah, it should. As long as, as long as the call is coming to your mobile phone where you have RoboKiller, we should be able to block huh. it for you. And how much does it cost? It comes with a seven-day free trial, and then it's either $3.99 a month or $29.99 a year. Hmm. So for that, I, I, um, theoretically, um, uh, you're, you're taking care of all my calls. Uh, Verizon, uh, I'm sure you know, has a new service starting uh, just uh, six days ago where uh, uh, if you have a phone that has uh, a call for uh, that identity, it says if it's a scam call. Right, but the problem with that, right, the problem, I mean, it's great to have more knowledge, but at the end of the day, I think what you're really trying to protect yourself from is the constant interruption and harassment. Absolutely. Getting a call, getting a call on your phone that says this is probably a bad call still means you got to look at it. You got to decide whether you trust that you got to, you know, you've got to ring your phone's still ringing and that's not really solving this problem for you. What we're trying to stop is the intrusion on your life. Right with RoboKiller, you're not the phone's not going to ring. All you're going to do is see a, a, a we're going to send you a push notification that says we've blocked the call, and then you can go listen to it if you want at your convenience. But I want to make one really important distinction. Um, we're very careful about the calls we block. We don't just block all the calls that are not in your contacts list. We honor your contacts list because that's obviously important. Your friends and family are always in your address book. We don't want to block those for sure. But we don't just block a call because it's a robocall. We don't just block a call because it's not in your context. We block calls based on an algorithm that's using very scientific methodology to try to figure out whether the call is actually a call you want or don't want. We're not looking at it from the perspective of legal versus illegal. We're looking at it from the perspective of, is this a call you want? And if it's a call you want, we want it to ring through. If it's not a call you don't, if it's a call you don't want, we want to block it. So we're really very, very careful about these things, and we're really, we take it very seriously. And that our, again, our algorithm is trying to, to be as precise as possible. And because the call uh, is going to a black... Ethan, sorry, go ahead. It, yes. Uh, let me interrupt you, because you're, you're glossing over some things that I, I think are important. Do, you, do I have to sure. give you a list of uh, calls to permit through? Because I don't know. My phone, uh, in particular, I get a lot of calls from uh, PR firms, et cetera. Do I have to give you a list of permitted uh, numbers? No, you shouldn't have to for, for two reasons. One is if the calls are in your address book, then we're going we're gonna to let those calls through. So if you've already put those calls in your phone book. Also, we do have a whitelist and a blacklist that you can, you can add to or subtract from yourself. I don't. Again, I I I don't. Nor do I I understand. Most people don't have. Um, So if if one of those, yeah, if one of those companies calls you, 
right? There's no reason that we would just automatically block block one of those those numbers. We don't just we don't just block every number out there. We block numbers specifically that we know are known threats. Okay, can you spell out your website so I can write it down and our sure. audience can write it down? Sure, it's robokiller.com. So R O B O K I L L E R.com. Mm -hmm. And you can also search for RoboKiller in either App Store, the Google Play Store or the, the Apple App Store. Well, I'll have to. Uh... Um, I'll have to do that. Uh, I know just enough to be dangerous, but you know you have found um, you, you have found uh, uh, part of the holy grail because uh, uh, I don't go to any meeting today that people do not talk about robocalls. I don't. And it can be the most far-fetched place. I have nothing to do with it, but it invariably comes down to robocalls. Uh, it has become a, a national menace, in my view. Yeah, and you can be commended, commended. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, yeah, we we look at it as an epidemic, and we think it's it's really a uh, it, it has the potential to really hurt people and injure people. For the most part, you know, the the intrusion on your life is enough. Getting harassed all day long by these calls that's certainly enough of a problem to make it worth solving. But the worst, in the worst cases, in the most extreme cases, you hear about people getting scammed out of their, their entire life savings, their entire, their entire wealth, their identities. People really get hurt by this. I apologize. We are right next to a train station, so you're getting the, that in the background. Um, but uh, people really get hurt by these robocalls and telemarketing calls. When um, the people on the other end, the scammers, they're ruthless, and they don't care about the person on the other end is a human being. They don't care if it hurts them. They don't care if it's if it's if it if it takes away an important part of their life. All they care about is reaching into your pocket and making themselves rich. Um, well, yeah. Uh, can, uh, Ethan, Ethan, can I uh, jump in again um, and ask you a question? There, to, you're talking about scammers, but to me, the worst ones are when I get a call from someone who says they're from New Jersey, which I live in, and, I, and somebody talking from Hong Kong. You, you know, that to me, to me yeah. uh, number one, I don't understand them because their English is atrocious. And and number two, they're there to talk to me about uh, 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 I, I don't know what uh, a, a back something to help my back something to, uh, oh I, the, the one I really love is that they want to talk about helping me with my children. Being seventy five, I'd like to be able to say that I had children at that age. But uh, <laughs> but um, does, Wait, does I mean your, your, does your product cover those people as well? Yeah, our product is, is protecting you from all unwanted calls. It's not. It's not just scams. It's not. It, we don't. Again, we don't look at it as legal calls versus illegal calls. Look, a lot of political robocalls are actually legal. That doesn't mean you want them. And RoboKiller doesn't care if it's legal or illegal. It says, "Hey, Mike, I don't. The person who signed up for RoboKiller doesn't want to receive these calls. We're not going to let them through." So, yeah, absolutely. Whether it's whether it's a, a true scam where someone's literally trying to uh, to steal from you, or even just a legitimate, you know, if someone's selling a product that that they shouldn't be selling to you, that you didn't give them permission to solicit to you, 
RoboKiller is going to protect you from all of those because it's designed, again, to look at protecting you from every unwanted call that would reach your phone. Uh, like I say, I'm going to sign up to, when we leave this program, Ethan, uh, um, because even if it cuts down half of what I get, it, it's a big advantage to me. Yeah, uh, how did you start? To, how did this company come into existence, and how do you do it? So, like I said, RoboKiller started when we won the FTC's RoboCalls Humanity Strikes Back competition in 2015. So the FTC, uh, Federal Trade Commission, realized that this problem is not something that they can solve with simple legislation and enforcement. It's a bigger problem than that. It's an international problem. It's a problem that, that, that has continued to grow. So they said, how are we going to get technology people to be interested in solving this problem and to help us solve this problem? So they put on this contest. And they really sparked our interest because we're technology people who love telecommunications. We love phones and you know, helping people solve problems on their phones. And when we saw that, that this is something we could work on, we said, what technologies could we use to be innovative, to find an innovative approach to solving this problem. And we realized that audio fingerprinting could help us solve this. Audio fingerprinting is a technology where, uh, essentially, if you've, ever, if you've ever seen someone hold up their phone and say, what song is playing to the radio, and then the, 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 your phone says, hey, this is this song by this artist, that, they're using a technology called audio fingerprinting to identify songs. And we realized that Using that same technology, turning audio into data, we could actually discern the difference between a human being and a robot on a call. We, apply, we figured out how to do that within, an, within a mobile app and how to get the calls to only, only the right calls to ring for you and the wrong calls not to ring for you. And we built a, a prototype. It won the competition. It got us excited. And as technology has improved with Apple and uh, Android phones, we found a, a way to, to make a really usable, easy commercial product that people could could put on their phones, set up, and really have a have an easy experience um, to solve this problem. But it, but again, it has to be a mobile phone. Okay, I mean that's that to me is half the battle. So so now, yep. um, where's your company located? Uh, we're also in New Jersey. We're in South Amboy, New Jersey. <laughs> oh, okay. See that? Uh, I may come down and see you, you fellows, because uh, if you come up with a solution like this, you must be pretty smart. I'm, I'm complimenting <laughs> you only because, it, like I say, I, I went to a meeting uh, this morning, okay, and it had absolutely nothing to do with phone, but but uh, in the middle of it, we, somebody got a robocall, and it found out that every one of us and that, that 12, 12 person was angry at robocalls. So, um, you know, it's something really well. But now, are, are you also working on something to uh, um, uh, do something about our home phone? We're always trying to come up with innovative solutions. Some, unfortunately, some of the technologies that we have available on mobile phones aren't available on home phones, but we are actively looking for, we're always actively looking for ways to innovate. And we know that the problem exists on mobile, on landlines as well, so we will continue to look for ways to solve that problem. Well, um, I guess my other question, what is, uh, what is it? A third of the nation has cut itself 
from home, from uh, landlines and are just mobile only? Yeah, some, yeah, some I, number I believe like that, that number's correct. But, yeah, I but believe the, you're right. But the interesting thing uh, I find is that the older people tend to um, uh, hold on to their uh, uh, landlines and hence become more vulnerable to what you're saying. And, and, and that is a problem that I understand has become a, a serious one, where the, you know, they have the landline and they're getting these, uh, exactly what you say, these scammers coming in and getting their money. Um, it's a sad thing. Uh, 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 Jiggy, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm just sitting here listening to, uh, to our guest. Now, Ethan, um, is there other technologies that you guys are developing or, or putting together? Uh, yeah, we're we're constantly innovating. I mean, we're we're certainly focused on this problem, and I think we'll continue to try to find new and interesting ways to make RoboKiller even more valuable for more people. Um, but we're always looking for new technology. We're always looking to, to apply technologies to common problems in communications. And um, so, if you can, you know, if you're seeing issues in in the world of, of telecommunications you can be sure that we're thinking about them. Doesn't mean we have a solution yet, but we're always thinking and trying to innovate. But um, what what other products that you, do you have? Uh, so we have two other main products right now. We have Trap Call, which actually unmasks those those block calls that you see on your phone. So if a call comes in and it says no caller ID, Trap Call can actually unmask those calls. It can show you who's behind block caller ID. Um, and then we have a product called Tape Call which allows you to record calls on iPhones, which is a little harder than on other phones. So it's a nice, little, nice simple product that lets you uh, just really seamlessly um, record anybody you're having a conversation with. But isn't it illegal in a lot of states for one party to tape a, a, a telephone conversation? It's not It's not. Uh, illegal to record calls in many states. Uh, they're they're what's called one and two party states, and in two party states, both people on the conversation need to be informed that the call is being recorded. And we put tools in the in the app, and we give our users uh, information so that they can make sure that they comply with the, the laws of each state. Hmm. I've often thought of wanting to do it, but I thought New Jersey is one of those states that you have to do it. Uh, both parties have to know. Uh, but I'm, again, I'm, I'm not even going to uh, go there. It, it's just fascinating. You, uh, the, I guess the other question I have for uh, for you is: uh, we've become a, a society of telephone rather than in person. Um, do, um, do you see that trend happening? And uh, what is it going to mean in the future? I'm sorry, you actually cut out there. Can you repeat the question? Sure. Um, uh, uh, We've become uh, a nation uh, of uh, t- talking on the phone or our smartphones, et cetera, and we've no longer become a, a nation of in-person. Do you see uh, do you see that trend, and, and how do you think that's going to affect things in the future? Uh, I definitely see that. I mean, I have a, I have a daughter, and I, I see how the world has changed in terms of how people uh, communicate with each other and um I, you know, I think part of it is just what we're, you know, what we're used to versus what, you know, I think, you know, 
30, 40 years ago, people had no concept of an internet, but there were other things, there were other concerns in terms of how we communicated with each other then. Now, as things have evolved and we have the internet and we have phones, it has changed the way people have communicated. But as generations go, go by, it will just be the new, the new normal for communications. I, I can't tell you whether that's good or bad. I mean, I certainly, for my, myself personally, I, I definitely see places where it's kind of sad that, you know, we don't communicate in person the way we used to. I mean, uh, my wife had her birthday the other day and everybody wished her a happy birthday over text messages. It's not the same as someone picking up the phone and calling you. And that's, you know, where I, I do see changes like that. Um, but there are obviously a lot of good parts to it too. There's a lot of good changes that have come with it. Um, you know, uh, the other part of it is that my daughter has a friend 3000 miles away and they can actually talk in real time with video um, and communicate in ways that I think their friendship is much stronger because of that. So I think there's always pluses and minuses, and I think technology generally has made our world a better place, but it also makes our world a more complicated place too, and that's why you need solutions like RoboKiller when people find ways to abuse technologies, and that's, you know, telemarketers are doing that. Well, I just, um, it's funny you mention it, but I just happen to look at my, I don't look at texting. I don't text. Like I told you, I'm challenged. But I just realized that I have a spam message on my text, on my text. Uh, that, that seems to be the next place that people are going with a spam message. Yeah. Uh, are RoboKiller you actually does already, yeah, we're actually, already, RoboKiller already does protect you from SMS scams or text messaging scams as well so there there is a feature within it that you can enable that helps you with that as well hmm. but but that time you have to specify who can text you uh nope uh again we were we're honoring the the address book in your in your phone and we're uh using other other tools to make that decision but i don't have an address book that's what i'm trying to tell you i don't have oh got it. Uh, Okay, I mean, uh, but even I have... but even that even then, like again, RoboKiller doesn't just ran, We don't just block all numbers, and um, we block the number. We block very specific numbers that we know are are known scammers. So even then, we should be able to help you. But suppose one gets through. Is there a way for me to tell you, hey, this is a spam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For instance, there's one uh, I've gotten seven days in a row, a 201 number in Oradell uh, that I know is spam. I've never, uh, um, I've never answered it, but they call every day at 4.50 um, in the afternoon. And uh, the reason I know it is it's 2111. Is the, uh, the last four digits? So that's the only because you can't remember. They're always same uh, program, different number, same uh, scam, different number. Uh, we yeah. get them, you know, we get them from Cliffside Park, from various places. Um, yep. it, it, it's a it's a real. Um, uh, again, I'd start by saying bravo. Thanks for the start. I'm going <laughs> to, as soon as we f finish, I'm going to download my, uh, your app then onto my phone and uh, have my wife do it to her phone. Yes. She gets more calls than I do. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Don. Now, uh, as, as we wrap up here with you, because I know that uh, you, you, you've got to get going.